welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with Graham and Dan and Johnny, although Johnny's gone to make a cup of tea. We're in the command pod. He'll be back later. We thought we'd talk a little bit about Dragon Meat. We were at Dragon Meat last weekend. What uh, What did we think? It was busy. It was nicely buzzy. Yeah. Yeah, much more so yeah. than the previous year. Did you both go last year or did just you go, Graham? I went the year before. You bought some stuff. You bought some flying token things. That's right. Mm. And I bought a Millennium Falcon Christmas tree dangle thing and then got home and put it somewhere <laughs> safe and then we got the tree and then I, have I been able to find it? No. It's somewhere no. in the house. But I, I like... I mean, that special pile. There's a lot of games at Dragon Meat. It's a very crowded space and some of these mm. games are quite... Niche. The themes are quite niche, yes. But then again, where else? I mean, this is the yeah. great thing about things like Dragon Meat, right? Yeah. Because apart from the internet, apart from long tail, whatever it is, e-commerce... Yeah. This is one of the few opportunities you get to actually have your people, as it were, kind of get a chance to, to speak yes. to them. There was a chap who I follow on Twitter who effectively broke down his sales and stuff. He's like a small indie adventure designer or game designer. It sounded like it was a big success for him. I mean, I think it's a long day for those people, but yeah. Yeah. I, I it must be a huge me. opportunity. The, the mini uh, manufacturers weren't present at all. Yes, there was like the part, part really of one stand. Yeah. I wonder what's going on there. Is it because... Maybe different the conventions, they, you know, you sell at... Yeah. I thought generally there was a lack of scenery. I mean, there were setups. There were tables with games mm. laid out and kind of figures and trees and stuff. But there was a lack of, you know, innovative products on sale. I think it looks like it's all moved on to Kickstarter now. Well, there were the very nice Loki battle mats. I like those. Yes. Yeah. The books, cool. they're very cool. Yes. Could it be that the miniatures games have become their own kind of thing, like a whole other separate ecosystem? Mm. The space for minis is changing economics as well of with 3D, miniatures is. 3D printers and, and things moving online. I think d yeah, yeah, maybe it's the online, online. You know, people don't get around the table so often anymore. Yeah. If you're some sort of big tactical battle game convention, mm. you'd be selling like, big boxes of figures at like high retail. Whereas how many individual minis are you going to sell at something like this? Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's part of it. It's only one day as well. I don't know. Anyway, mm. but I thought it was fun. It was it was nice to be among our people. I thought it was good. Yes, good game of Dungeon Bowl. <clears throat> Very good game of Dungeon Bowl. We took Dungeon Bowl along, uh, readers, so that we would occupy our time. We were slated for something called the podcast, though, but that was a very kind of crowded space that we didn't really feel that we wanted to try and evict anybody else. We, we didn't we're turn a bit up. late turning up. Mm. We didn't get up early and put a beach towel down, and so we I um, bring a standees. No, we didn't have. The other people had um, proper promotional material. They had, I like, thought yeah, the beer they mats had, went no. down quite well. Oh, yeah, we yeah, handed out mats. our special beer mats. Uh, and if you send a stamped addressed envelope to... Uh, <laughs> if you email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and do a review or something, make put us in a good mood, we might send you a special, worthless, circular item with our logo on it. But you're already reading, so why would we want to... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Yes, we handed out some beer mats. Spoke to Fiona from What Am I Rolling? She's the person who who invited us down there, and that was great. Spoke to Hamilton from Mm -hmm. Dragon's Duel and all those other other shows, and that was fun. Spoke to a load of other podcast people, and they were very friendly. Looked at some games. That was it, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Done. Who won the Dungeon Bowl game? I can't remember. Can't remember either. I think uh, think think we did, didn't we? It's Johnny, and I I can't remember. (laughs) Anyway, Dungeon Bowl. Oh, Johnny expensive. is back. Hello, Johnny. What did you think of Dragon Meat, Johnny? Yeah, I, I, it is odd that there weren't loads of. Uh, I wonder uh, if, it's, of figures if and... it's a sign. The two big players really is is Wizards and Paizo, and without, oh, I suppose, Games Workshop. 
without the presence from any of those, you're kind of you're looking yeah. at the peripheral businesses. What I thought was the, all the missing D and D supplements. I know yeah. you you were saying they're on but PDFs now. There's your game. I mean, there's your game. Surely someone they had the stuff, but buys you know, but yeah, physical modules. But the publishers that print at scale, maybe it's at the wrong con for them. Maybe they go to UK Games Expo. Mm. Maybe they're predominantly US based. Maybe they go to Salute. I think that's the one for miniatures. Oh right, I've never heard of that. Blimey. Graham is so much more. Uh, Dungeon Bowl is really expensive anyway. It's great. Just looking online. I liked it, and I like the fact that it was a really big um, kind of showcase for lots of indie games. I saw a lot of really nice dice, a lot of really nice rolling towers, Mm. yeah, dice towers. Mm. There were some, you know, some nice things there. Just not a not a massive variety of things. It was, it was kind of my thought. No, I didn't really scope out the other hall. Like, I were did. we down? We were upstairs, right? Mm, I upstairs. didn't really scope out the downstairs. Maybe there was stuff that I missed. I chatted to the people from Free League. They were very nice. What, who's Free they League? They make Alien and Oh yeah, uh, Free League do Alien oh, yeah. and Blade Runner. Alien's and, a good game. And Cubicle Seven were there. And why did you have to sit well, me next to Dan? Uh, Paul is here. Uh, we somebody switched him on. And um, Paul was there. Why then uh, you sat me next to Dan? Well, we drew straws. We put you next to Dan. You drew yeah, straws. You I, put straws in me. I drew the short straw and had to sit near you. Unfortunately, there was a unfortunately a little bit of the your um your internal fluid was uh, well, the lid, when the lid no, gets loose. Basically, the smell comes out. That kid, that kid that came over oh. and started drinking. Nobody out put of the, the diodes in, so we couldn't work out what you were saying half the time. And I didn't appreciate <laughs> being used as a piece in Dragon Ball, Dungeon Ball, sorry, <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Dungeon Ball, yeah. Dragon Dungeon Ball. Uh, so. We enjoyed ourselves. We enjoyed being invited along. It was great to meet other podcasters. Mm. It was good to see a lot of independent game producers. We should play some D&D in a minute. Ratings and reviews are always welcome and all of the usual and social media and all of the usual stuff around that. And you can email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and if you're very nice to us, we might send you a beer mat. Maybe you're wearing your Christmas jumper as you listen to this. We aren't. Other than that, I have no news or information. So let us push on with episode 119 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Give me a little sign. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with Lucas and Dan. Hello. And Johnny. Hello. 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 Let's get straight on with things. We've got no admin to do. We've got nothing in Paul's distended sack. Last week, where we left things, Burple, yes, you have got to make a saving throw. You're uh, in the lobby of the of the lower levels of the Ziggurat of Kios, and I think we decided that you could see the figure that had reared itself up, that had clambered out of the lake of worms, the sea of worms to your south. Yeah, and as you saw it, it opened its giant hingy head and issued an awful scream. And that is where we left things. You've got to make a saving throw. Let's start with a saving throw. Let's get going. You're doomed. Well, we'll see you in that you're doomed. It's a DC 16 wisdom save. Yeah, I'm doomed. You got your ought dice. Yeah, I'm going to... You got your ought uh, dice. Game yeah, over. Even with the, even with the ought let's, dice. Let's not, get, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Why don't we just see? It's I think perfectly we're going possible to, that you're going to roll. I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I think it's... I mean, we know what happens if you fail, but I yes. do. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to fail. It's such a massive miscalculation. Positive, positive. Come on. We can roll against the teacup. You're rolling against the teacup. You know what my wisdom saving throw is? You're rolling against the teacup. Minus two. Minus one. Minus one. Okay, well, there you go. That's 50%, 100% better, in fact, than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... F- what's a DC what? Seven. It's a DC 16. It's a 15. 
Do I have anything like uh, anything running, Graham? <laughs> he says, no, hopefully. Like I've got the concentration on the silence. Oh, that's a shame. I think it's concentration. I don't think the bless is. It's a shame. Let me consult. Sil- silence. silence is a concentration spell, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I guess I better um, use my alt dice. Okay. I've used good my good dice. dice. Here we go. Oh, it's a save. That's the di- That's the roll I wanted. It's a save. You're fine. There's a little bit of damage, I think. Let me just look it up. No, there's Let no damage. Let me look up the damage. Oh, I know what it is. It's 3d6. It's 3d6 necrotic damage. 15 points of necrotic damage. I am resistant. There we go. Lovely. So that's and you're seven. And you're there, facing off against this thing. Well, I have a, I have a haste running, so I have to make a concentration check. Ah, which is uh, half the damage dealt. It's ten, isn't it? It's ten. Yeah, so it's ten. It's a con- it's constitution save, right? Yeah. DC ten constitution save. At advantage. So yeah, another thing, team. At advantage. Right. So then I'm going to hit it. Yes. With my swords. First of all, with the sword of Zosio, which is the long sword. It's a one. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've got a decision Fuck to make. Sake. You can either forfeit the rest of your turn in terms of attacks. Yes. You can still move, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you could roll again. Yes. If you hit, then that's just a normal miss. If you were to miss, you'd have to draw a critical fail card and abide by the results of the card. Not worth it. You don't think? Two of well, unless it's like you know do or die situation. Just okay. No, too much option. I know. Well, that's it. Chopping your own ghoulies off. Or oh something. dear, that's a bit of a. I know it's awkward. It could be so much worse. Could be so much worse. You could be lying at its feet on no hit points, yeah, and then having to crawl away from it. The ultimate humiliation with it walking behind you, stabbing you. <laughs> What a disaster! That didn't happen. It's not disaster. Could have been. No, could disastrous have been. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Disaster would have been fighting the same. Pain and pain. Yeah. Uncle Buggy on I'm seven. I'm going to go and quick. At last, it's right. Uncle. Uncle. Uh, I'm going to move five foot to the north next to Parker. I'm in the eastern Gosh. part of the silence bell, near the passageway or whatever going into the other room with the bug in, and I'm going to bash the bug. Are you going to bash, bash the bug? The bug. Is that what you call it? Okay. First one. How much damage do you do when you bash the bug? Are you going to bash the bug hard enough to finish it off? I'm going it's impressive for a man of his age. Mm. Yeah. More than once. Oof. That's 18 points de damage. 18 points de damage. Surely oh, done it. I have to check this. I don't know that that's not enough. Oh, it's, no, it's not enough. But it's, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know. Commendable. Okay, it doesn't look great. It looks like were you to bash the bug one more time. I'll bash it again. Yeah, bash your bug. Bash the bug again. A 19. It's a hit. That's going to be... This is going to be Okay. It. 23. A water. It's... Dead. Smash. Go. Yeah, buggy. Well done. Okay. Well done. Uh, no, yeah, you do finally that, got killed something. Buggy's yeah, killed a bug. Buggy. Except like, I'm bug. shouting it out. No one's going to hear Nobody can hear a thing. Bug, no, is Buggy going to cut its head off? And My victory's no. lost. You yeah, I'll wave it around in front of everybody. Nobody you're going to cut its head off, put it on a spike and put it in It's the ten foot across, and you're a three foot six yeah, inch. Might do something you can to just see me stomping up and down on it. Okay. Yeah. 
jumping up and down on it. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, stoink, okay. Stoink, 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 stoink. At the top of a new round. God knows how many rounds. This is, by the way, and we'll see, because there might be a bit of a break here. I don't know. Round, I don't know, however many. Top of that round on 20. It's Sandy Baby. The joke that never, never gives out. Never was funny. Um, well, never funny to you. Yeah, the rest has, of us have been laughing away. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hingehead has, has done his screaming, hasn't he? You don't know, Alessandra. No. no idea. To make any decision that based would be on that would be metagaming. Metagaming. That would be metagaming. Alessandra doesn't know. She Alessandra. just knows. In fact, she can't see Hingehead. No. Dan. She might be able to see Burple. Dan. Who? Dan's gone. Dan's gone. Burple ran out of the silent spell. No, I'm trying to. And then to ran Dan back on again. Burple. There's no point in talking to Dan because all that Dan could give you would be information that you would only get from metagaming. I, I, well, it's true, but I'm just would be, that would be great to talk to Dan, but he's obviously not. <laughs> but 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 why? Why would it be great? That would ruin the role play. <laughs> Surely you don't. Uh, you actively don't want to talk to Dan. Well, how refreshing is what you really meant to not be able to talk to Dan? <laughs> I didn't know. And break the immersion. No, I didn't. Didn't feel angry. Now you're right. just playing for time. Now you're just spinning out your sentences in the desperate hope that Dan's going to come back into the room. And he's not because <sighs> I broke the lock on the loo from the outside. <laughs> Off you go. Alrighty. Alessandra's going to fly down so just so she can see Hingehead. Okay. You can see something else when you get to there. Ooh. Oh no, you can't. No, you can't. No, no, no. No, you can't. Don't worry. Don't worry. False alarm. False alarm. <laughs> oh, and then she'll. Uh... So there is something else there. Well, that's what we know now. And she'll just attack. I mean, that would be metagaming. Or me making... Hoodwinking us. In inverted commas, inadvertent errors. Armour class anyway, 17. 17. Yeah, off you go. That's a hit. What are you hitting it with? The, uh, the bow, of the, bow of the East Wind. Bow of the East Wind. Legendary bow of the East Wind. Doing. Ooh. 15 pointer de um. This is your first sight of it, proper sight of it. Yeah. It's definitely looking a lot healthier than it was when you last saw it, if it is indeed the same creature. Yeah, okay. It's got the adjusted helmet <laughs> that looks like it's set to swing open completely rather than just have a visor. Okay. Anything else from Alessandra? Are you heading back into the silent spell? Alessandra's going to head back into the silent spell. And she's okay. going to go to the far end. She's going to go but she's going to go and hide behind Parker and Bugcroft. Talking of which, it is Parker on 16. Right. Uh, you saw Burple run round the corner and then run back. You saw Alessandra run round the corner and run back. You don't know why they've been doing that, because you can't see anything out there. I'm signalling round the corner free action, doing a sort of a clam type motion. <laughs> doing a what kind of motion? Clam. You know, kind of open my hands. <laughs> okay. Well, it's done its scream, right? Already. Uh-huh. To know that, Parker, would be metagaming. He does know this, because I'm indicating with my with our no, specially you're doing pre- whatever. This is like, give us a clue. The master of which, of course, <laughs> was legendary entertainer Lionel Blair. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Parker, making your decisions in a vacuum, as it were. Burple seems to be doing something weird with his hands. Alessandra ran out of the room and then ran back again, looking disappointed. Go and hit it. I'm not, not disappointed. Uh, well, how do you how do you look? I look always sat. Oh, disappointed. Yeah. yeah. No, not really disappointed. Just moody. Okay. Um, anyway, Parker. Yeah, right, disappointed. <laughs> I think my natural reaction must be to run up and hit it. 
Well, he knows. He knows from my How? sign language. Agitated hand signals. Parker? Well, I mean, we could infer so much. I mean, obviously, give me an insight check. Charades, do we need? Give yeah, me an insight okay. check. That's if you make an insight check, a semi-decent one, then you interpret Purple's signal. Hey, Twenty-five. So. Can I, it's sorry, cr- can I just take yeah. issue with this particular thing, right? So the monsters never yeah. have this particular issue, right? Monsters have perfect understanding. So well, it depends on how so I... You're imposing, it depends on how I... You're imposing a penalty de- that is not written into the game. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean not written into the game? It's not written into the game that he doesn't know that that creature is there and is not possible. He does know. It just it, it, It's uh, a game. It's a tabletop game. So you play with miniatures, you play with the map. It's, it does know it's a totally it's immersive life experience. Okay. Are you not yes, just it's imagining a, it's a, you're there? It's a role-playing game where you take the part of characters in an adventure and in theory make decisions based upon what the characters know rather than what you know looking from down yeah, from but above. Surely the insight check was... I mean, that was that. The insight check is exactly you, how yeah. we got round it. Yeah. yeah. If you rolled a two, you yeah. may have completely misinterpreted purple signals. You might have read them as whatever you do, don't go out there. There's something scary. <laughs> or, yeah. I love opening and closing my hands. <laughs> Look at me do it. But as it happens, you rolled an 18. Yeah. So, without Dan having to roll 24. anything to, to determine how well he did it, in fact. You immediately picked up that he was signalling to you that Hingehead was out there and you should go and attack yeah. him. And so and you I do. will do that. And I'm perfectly happy with that. Right. So there is a spectrum of uh, the way that D&D works. Some people feel that you should be... I'm a class 15. Point of view of the, um, class 15 is a miss. Oh, uh, dear. That's a I'm a class 9 is also going to be a miss. It's a miss. Then... Oh, I'm a class 18. Is exactly what you need. Right, that's 16 points of damage. And finally, oh shit, hourglass 17. It's one off what you need. It's going to be a miss. And it should make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. Uh, Rolling a. Yes, it makes that save. (laughs) Okay, and then while I'm about, I will step back 10 feet. Well, there we are. Okay, session's on 11. You can't see it, but you can see Parker. Okay. Um, well, uh, mm. I think I will have some cheese and think about what I'm going to do. Certain? Yep. Okay. On nine, running a d6. You're lucky, Parker. Spirit gardens would be useful. Behind Hinchhead, emerging from the depths, come more nasties. Two more of these swords of Kios. They look in fine fettle first one clanks into the chamber to your left parker as if it's heading off towards the room over on the east side it doesn't ignore you it just sort of clanks over till it's sort of almost at the opening to that passageway and then it looks at you and hisses yes. and you're subject to a magical effect <sighs> may you please make a dc 15 dexterity saving throw please is it calls into being a sort of blast of necrotic energy all around you. You must have evasion. Evasion, yes, I do. That's <laughs> only a six. A six. Obviously, it's going to be insufficient. I take half. You're not going to use an orc dice. Or dice. Or dice. That's your choice. What do you want to do? It's probably going to be some kind of effect bound to it, which is... No, I, okay, I will orc dice. You will orc dice. Okay, good stuff. Off you go. Uh, 
basically. Oh, that's a 19. Do I need to roll the d8? Does that mean you take no damage, or uh, yeah. means they take no damage? None whatsoever. Yeah. When you are subjected to an effect that allows you to make a deck saving throw to take only half damage, you instead take no damage if you succeed, only half damage nice. if you fail. Nice, and then the other one runs up and tries to weather you. Okay. Uh, rolling a 19 on its <laughs> first attack, hitting armor class 26. That's a hit, unfortunately. You take 12. <laughs> <laughs> Boxcars, oh 12 points of slashing damage and oh, six points of necrotic damage and then it attacks you again hitting armor class 15 oh, hitting armor class 21 miss Bloody hell. and hinge head is going to move hinge head heads off towards the passageway to the east working its way round Alessandra, you briefly see it, but then it goes out of the range of your dark vision. And we move on to Burple on 9. How's everyone doing for resources? Fine. Fine. I don't have any resources to start with, so... Bugraff doesn't use many. You, how many um, rages have you got left? I think I've got one after this. Do we think these things are subject to, to charm effects and things, those sorts of things? I don't think they are, because they're undeady type things, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're not, though. Probably does. Right, it's a burp hole. Yes. Is it my imagination, or do they seem to be protecting those double doors? Mm. Hit that guy with my sword of a coastal. What's your dark vision? Uh, my 30 dark, or 60? My dark vision... 60 feet. Well, in that case, you can see Hinchhead. Yeah. Making its way down towards the double doors to the east, the ones through which Alessandra heard the sound of trickling water. Okay. Whatever it's doing can't be good, can it? No. Certainly maybe not trying to help us. Forgotten something. Maybe it's looking for its phone or something. I don't know. Maybe I... Should I... Mm. Should I... Mm. Should I... Mm. No, I'm going to hit yeah, this... But, uh, I'm yeah. going to hit this kid yeah, tonight. No, no, no. But what if I... Um, yeah, but no. Uh, I'm going to hit I this should, guy. Uh, okay. Armor class 13. It's going really well today. Armor class 13 is a miss. And then I'm going to go... And then you run back into the room. Yes. Okay. Is that it for Burple? Well, yeah. That's all you got? Yeah. Well, what? I mean, okay. I went up and tried yeah, to hit it. Just extra, extra, I don't know, extra bits and bobs. Right. Um, Uncle Buggy on Nerf. Oh, move, run through the silence out into the lobby next to Parker. And I'm going to bash the... Is it Kiosk Knight next to Parker? Rather confusingly, we've got Swords of Kios and Kios Knights. Kios Knights are the... Uh, entities that you were fighting down in the corner those are the chaps that give you the living yes. wounds these things seem a little bit more nimble a bit less clumpy and clangy a little bit lighter on their feet and a little bit more agile and together okay all right I'll giant double-handed swords coated with green sludge yeah right i'll bash it okay all my descriptions for nothing 13 is a miss and next one oh fuck it miss so I've moved 50 there. I'll just stay there, I guess. On 20, top of the next round. Wow, Alessandra. Okay, shall I shoot Hingehead or shall I shoot the one that's on Parker? I'm going to shoot the one that's Parker and Bugraft. Because then... Mm -hmm. Ignoring cover, into the combo. Go. Come on. Rolling oh, eight. Four. four! It's a four! It's what a does that give you? Nothing? 13. It's not enough. It's a miss. I'm back. There we go, round over. 
and run away again. <laughs> that's annoying beyond <laughs> it's measure. Just running away again. Yeah, Brilliant. Me. On 16, it's Parker. Should we both bash this right one? there, Parker. Buddy. There's this thing right in front of you. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether we bash want to bunch. somehow aim some of our fire at the shrieky one. Hinge it. Yes, I think we do. But can you reach it? I can get there, yeah. Uh, oh, of course, the only thing is I will get an attack of opportunity unless I hit this guy. Yeah. Well, I can hit it once and then move well, and then hit the other one. That's not a bad idea. But Hinchhead, Hinchhead is then going to scream at some point. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to. So maybe we need to take Hinchhead down before we actually take the yeah, other two down. You're not going to take it down, is, is what I'm saying. No, but round. some way towards it. Yeah. I think it's I up to you. Cunning plan. Oh, great. Okay, Graham has a cunning plan. Good. Yeah. So what should Lucas do with your cunning plan? Care to share? Yeah, kill it. Kill it. Kill them all. So the one that is in front of me and not Hingehead. That's novel. No, kill that. That's the kind of... That's the... This is the kind of... Character communication I can... Yeah. Move move the silence spell. Kill it. Kill it. Kill them all. It's fine. That's kind of implied in everything you do. Kill them. Right, Graham, did I understand that correctly? You're going to move the silence spell. Yeah, I'm going to dismiss the silence spell and recast it in the right. room that you're in. So I'll, that means it's not... You're in. It's better to attack these two then and take the guns out. Yeah, okay. and right. you can keep trying to attack them. So, first attack. I mean, that obviously is massive. 15, which is, I'm guessing, right. is a miss. Oh, no, those different ones. <laughs> is a miss. miss. Literally <laughs> sessions shouting through the silence yeah. spell that you're all right. Uh, then uh, that'll uh, be oh, 24. That's going to be a hit. Which will be 17 points yeah, of damage. Yeah. 15 on these ones. Is a miss. It's a miss. And it's a miss. They look pretty healthy, these things, right? Oh, dear. And then another As 15. Another totally miss. healthy. Another miss. Um, it says, Is that all you've got? Make a DC 14 um, oh, constitution save. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. It says, Sessions on 11. Sessions on 11. I will dismiss the silence spell, move into the doorway, recast the silence spell in the middle of the other room, and then duck inside it. Nice one. Anything else from Sessions? No. It's sort of good if you're bug roughed. Yeah. And Parker. Yeah. Depending. Oh, and you. Oh, no. Right. Maybe not. Surely we want to take out these guns if we can. That's the wrong position. Are you playing the height thing here, Mike? Well, I think, you know, let's not go all Euclid on this. The ceiling height and the dome shape of the spell conspire to keep you protected. But is that for sessions? Uh, well, yeah, we've no, already done sessions. Yeah, done I'm sessions. doing bad guys. I'm, in, I'm mid bad guy. Right. Alessandra? I'm here. A couple of things happen. First thing that happens. Appearing in the opening in the south of the chamber with the decomposed corpses in it that seems to head south to... Mm-hmm. Parts unknown. There's another gelatinous cube. Oh. It appears in that section. It don't move very fast. It looks like it's effectively moved, and that is really all it can do. Yep. We've established by now that it is, in fact, the gelatinous oblong. Oh, I see. You see it appear, sludge its way around the corner. You don't know if it knows about you or anything. You also see behind it a beetle. A beetle appears. Clicking round the corner. Okay. Yeah, almost went that way. Glad I didn't. Clearly we're playing a video game here. Where gelatinous cubes block corridors and doorways, right? And beetles wander around behind them. 
I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. So you think that but for the gelatinous cube, that beetle would be on you, Alessandra, or at least getting very close. Right. You have blocked your ears with wax earplugs, which means that you have advantage on any saving throws that you might make. And also, the gelatinous cube, you know, does have a sound dead... You missed all of this because you were in bits on the floor. Yes. The gelatinous cube has a sound deadening effect on the beetle's maddening chitter. So you don't feel under immediate threat, but there's something going on down there. That's the first thing. Second thing that happens is that Hingehead clanks its way away from you. Sessions, you're... Bugraft, you can see this. Sessions, you can't see this because you've not got dark vision or anything, right? Correct. Uncle Buggy, well, you don't... You only, hmm. Parker, how, what's the range of your dark vision? Uh, 60 foot. Okay. Only Parker can see that this thing stomps up to the double doors. They're just wooden double doors at the end of this corridor. It swings open one of the double doors and slips within the chamber, closing the door behind it. Briefly, you get a glimpse of a reassuring bluish glow from through the doors before they close again. Uh Uh-huh. Your sense, Parker, your instinct, is that that's a positive, friendly, helpful glow. Oh, weird. More questions than answers there, really, I feel. Yeah. Now... The Most trained. Can I make some kind of insen- insight, given knowing that? Yes, of course. Was there any kind of sort of expression on the creature's um, face or anything to give the impression that it had somehow been? Give me, give me an insight check. Guided towards that will be a twenty-five. If you were expecting, perhaps, bearing in mind how positive and helpful and lovely the blue glow was. Yeah to see something so obviously evil react unfavorably to being exposed to it that is not what you got no, i was wondering about whether it had been charmed to go in that direction for instance you definitely didn't get any sense of that it looks like it's just doing whatever it's doing right and it didn't seem to be affected or particularly bothered or it didn't even seem to acknowledge the fact that there's a kind of friendly blue glow oh, coming okay. through those doors right okay first sword of Kios. it's gonna roll a dice running a d6 getting a three it is going to hit one to three parker four to six bug graft it rolls a two it attacks parker its first attack hits armor class 15 it's not enough second attack hits armor class yes <laughs> natural one in a gamble the second one rolls a d6 gets a six that makes things different it spins to look at you all and then it brings into being a blast of necrotic energy. It sights it in between Parker, Bugraft, and Sessions. No! Can you all give me DC 15 dexterity saves, please? DC 15 Oops. <laughs> Oops, I used my luck to re-roll that. Yeah. Since I only got a 7. 19. You make the save. Uh, Parker failed. Uncle Buggy? I've got danger sense, so I save advantage against spells. Yeah, sure. Things. Got it. The first roll is a uh, 20. Absolutely eh, loads. Eh, okay, eh. so all of you take half of Parker because of his evasion. The following necrotic damage as it blasts... Does evasion do that? Well, Parker's evasion does, yeah. Does it? Anything that you make a dexterity yeah. save uh, against. You take... Tw- yeah. 20 points. Yes, the point here is that Burple has got a ring of evasion. He must yeah. spend a charge when he fails a dexterity save 
in order to only take half damage on that fail. Doesn't work the same way as the monk's evasion power, which yeah. is fail but to half, save to nothing. Anyway, you take 20 points Is it fail to half or save? I thought it was just save to nothing. Fail to half, save to nothing. I'm raging, so I'm going to take half of that, so I'm going to take 10 points. Okay. 37 hit points. I need to make a concentration a save. Oh, 15. Yes. What's up to Hinchhead? Has he gone off through the doors? Oh, with the blue yeah. light. Yeah, okay. Somebody wake up, Hicks. Have, yes. you, been, yeah. have you been asleep, Johnny? No, no, yes. I, I've just been trying to maximise character spells and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. That, I think, is it for them. So we move on to Verpal and Nine. So Verpal? Yes, with, so Verpal. With his Verpal sword, we'll run up to the first guy, the nearest guy, and try and hit something. Start mm. with the mm. sword of Zosiel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A two. The Don't. sword of Ecosial is Ooh. 22. Is a hit. So that does... That's 13 plus a d6. And I'll use a point of my bardic inspiration to do another 5d6. That's 15. Mm-hmm. Do it. Plus Roll them. Add them up. 12, 27. Tell me the number in total. 27... Point of damage in total. Okay. I mean, it looks kind of okay. I will hit it again using With my your magic. extra haste attack. Uh, so that hits the armor class 24. So that does another... Yes. 12 plus yes. another yes. D6 lightning damage. 17 plus 30 is 30 points. Well, you've taken a... Well, between you, you've taken a chunk out of it, but it's it's all right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'll just move, I'll move to to uh... Uncle Buggy on seven. I'm gonna bash it. Oh, twenty-six. A hit. Twenty-one points of damage. Yes. Two of which is fire. Four yep. of which is thunder. It's all it's all the same. It's all the same. Okay. Next attack. Oh, twenty-two. Also a hit. Well done, Uncle Baggy. I, I only get one Thunder Divine thing per round, so this is the one without the Thunder. Okay. 17 Water Damage. None of us understand what you're talking about. Okay, it's not looking so healthy. Yeah, Buggy. There's a tipping point with these things, I find. Anything else, Buggy Michael Buggy? Buggy kill the bug. Buggy kill. Alessandra on 20. Um, She's going to go up. Into the silence. Well, okay. I'm going to say you're okay. Well, that's kind of you. I'm going to say you're okay. Thanks. Because in theory, <laughs> there's a saving throw, but I think I can't really reflect the double effect of the G cube and your earplugs. Mm -hmm. The chitter from the beetle is too faint to affect you. Thank you. No, no, I just nice, think Mike. Be, I just don't think it makes much sense. Right, Alessandro. So you run into the silence spell. I'm going to shoot. And come on, just hit. Yes. Oh, it is a hit. Armor class 24. Sneak damage 37 points of damage. Wow, wow, wow. It looks very, very weak. And then she's going to use her cunning action to dash up. She's flying. She's going to dash up the north of the lobby within the silence. Yes, understood. And on 16, it's Parker. 
Let's uh, see if I can finally land some actual blows on this thing. It's looking, it's looking at uh, the desk door. Plus 18 is a hit. That's exactly what you need. of damage. It is dead. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. You put your fist through its slimy, greeny, wormy, armoured bombs. And I move on to the next one. The other one, yeah. The other one. Um, next attack would be hitting armour class 18 as well. Is it also a hit, of course. 12 points of damage. Yep. And then... That looks like the first time it's yeah, been wounded. 23. Is it 11 points of damage. Yes. And... Finally, oh, a 10. That's going to be a miss. He's done. Silence is slightly prohibitive. From what I, how, how wounded do my colleagues look? I've got uh, loads of hit points. Yeah, I'm not worried about you. Loads, loads of hit <laughs> 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 Fucking loads of them. Yay. You fucking bastard. I've got 130 hit points. Mine taking off damage from stuff. I watched that Friday Night Live thing the other night. Oh, was it good? Um, no. It had moments. The old one was never good. It had moments. And you know what? 30 years later, exactly, it's exactly the, same. the same. Yeah. Anyway, sessions. Sorry. Just trying to assess how wounded my cohorts looked. Um, Make a medicine check. And if you get a decent number, people can tell you what they look like. I'm fine. <laughs> or don't bother rolling and just know what's happening. 12. As Dan just... Just being a... <laughs> basically just... <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I mean, the, the issue here is that I'm pretty careful to make sure that the creatures don't know stuff they wouldn't know. And I don't run them like Johnny runs his creatures, as in they're all sort of on their radios to each other, telling each other what to do. But if you insist that that is the way the game should be played, I will start playing it like that. <laughs> they're not on radios. I'm standing right next to him as if he can't figure out how wounded I am. I just said I'm fine. <laughs> just to wind you up. Don't get all shirty about it. It's just like, I think there's a kind of reasonability thing. Everybody understands that we all met again a bit. But mm, okay. Part of the entertainment of the game is that you act like you're the person in the situation rather than like a chess master. Okay. Anyway, I don't know what to say. Okay, well, I'll, I'll move out the way of the passageway and I will... Tuck yourself into the corner, uh, kind uh, of... Out the way a bit. I haven't got the dark vision off to the east heading North towards east. the heading mystery towards double the doors mystery double with the blue lights and the trickling water and all of that right I'll, okay gotcha ascend to the maximum height i think i can be while remaining within the um silence i will open the uh my pockets pull out a slither of cheese and start chomping okay gotcha while concentrating well, the on the silence spell on nine a better roll for this person rolling a d6 Oh, okay. All right, then, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This thing goes, oh, <laughs> seems to sort of go, oh. and it will call forth a burst of necrotic energy, which you oh, will no, center. Same radius as the silent spell. It detonates this burst of necrotic energy. Can everybody in the radius of the <laughs> silent spell make a DC 50? Dean, dexterity save, please. Buggy, you're rolling at advantage. Parker, you've got your whatever. I've got it as well. I've got a version well, as well. Close. Okay. Five. Oh, session's 23. Oh, bugger. And the 13. What, you failed then? Yep. Yeah. I make it 27. And purple. If you fail, you can decide 
whether or not to use a charge of your um, thing. My Is that right? A charge of my um, thing? Your evasion ring. I don't know. I think if... It, it doesn't give uh, you evasion as a power. No. You get three charges a day, which you elect to use, I think, when you fail a saving throw, that would cause full damage, and you can elect to take half damage. To Double succeed check. on the saving throw instead. All right, well, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take half. Bugroff is going to take full, but therefore half. Parker takes half or nothing. Nothing. Well, I'll roll the dice. The following damage, 20... Oh, that is That's absolutely... Absolutely appalling, rubbishy. Abysmal. This creature Four is being one. taken outside for a stern talk to. <laughs> I can't do it here because of the silence spell, but as Ten soon as... Of damage, I, um, I fall yeah. on the ground and my legs kick up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of damage is that? Necrotic. Which I am resistant to... I can't take it anymore. <laughs> oh. I'm going to have to... Oh. oh no, I got 19. Excellent. On the what? On the concentration save. Right, yeah. yeah so it's fine. Anyone else with concentration saves to make? Um, nope. Oh yeah, my haste. Nope. Oh shit, I forgot about that. It's fine. Damn. Who's round is it? It's me. I'm just doing a bit of admin. Sorry everybody. All my the monsters and everything, they're all just having a quick chat between themselves. Working out <laughs> what they want to do next. <laughs> yeah, just, um, just on their walkie-talkies. As they just, normally uh, do. coordinating. It's just like... I don't know, I can't they see here They were doing that, that doesn't matter. Dungeon Starlink. They don't have walkie-talkies. Yeah. Dungeon Link, <laughs> say. And then this creature just sort of looks cross that it didn't, you know, <laughs> that it didn't get more of you. And then the final thing that happens. You know the glitchy hologram thing? Yes. <sighs> there it is. Yeah. Well, the real one, as it were, the solid version of this thing appears. I have a handout. Shall I show you the handout? Yeah. Yeah, show us the handout. It's... Oh, dear. Ouch. Mm, a six-armed creature. It seems to rear out of the worms that sort of cluster around the base of its robes and its feet as it emerges. It sort of... out of the pool in the southern corridor, observing you all. One of its arms is holding some kind of strange spiked sickle. The other is holding a green crystalline rod. It looks like it's made from effectively the same substance as the green crystal that you retrieved from the gelatinous cube that you've all forgotten about uh, all evening. That's true. I thought Bucky picks it up. I did. Or Parker. Parker. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to use it on those. The other arms are free. Its skin is taut across its skeletal frame. The skin is rotten and broken. This thing is not a living creature. It's some kind of deeply, deeply unsettling, undead entity. Some kind of circlet. It looks cross. It levels one of its four free arms at you. And emitting from its hand, there is a cone of prismatic colours. Oh, piss off. Wow. That bathes you all. And we will find out. Oh, prismatic spray. Which colours hit which people? Colour spray. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's first level colour spray. Have to make which colour sprays. (laughs) Okay, it's prismatic spray. When we pick things up. I think if you fail, it's like it for about (laughs) a week. (laughs) It's Uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it can't possibly be a prismatic spray. I mean, that's you see the other three hands put a walkie-talkie away in its belt. <laughs> but at least we'll have Ort dice refreshed when we need to uh, save against the thing. I'm so nice, you see. It could have made you make it. You know what? Let's just keep no. playing. No, no, it's time to go to bed. Trust me. New episode. Trust me. You. It's a prismatic spray, and you're going to need your Ort dice. You really are. Yeah. I didn't yes. realise that there were still spells in New D&D that were this horrible. Right. What level is it? That's a ninth level spell. Ninth? Ooh. Isn't it seventh level? Seventh. I think Prismatic Wall is ninth level. But it's nasty. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure you're supposed to be looking at Graham. Yeah, I mean, that would be messy game. Podcast is a billowing hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright billowing hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. 